Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and I'm excited to rev the word with you this morning. If it's your first time with us, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you had the courage today to press play. I don't know how you found us. Maybe a friend recommended it to you. And yes, it's very different here, very different. But I promise you, give us, a, give us a try. Give us one try. Maybe try us a few times this week and see if it doesn't make your heart smile a little more when you, when you work out or make your brain think a little more clearly when you're working out. Um, again, my name is Lisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. It is our desire to use fitness, wellness, all things healthy, to point you towards the bigger story, which is you were created by a loving God and living in a fallen world <laughs> and pain and adversity and all kinds of stuff comes against us. Much like a workout. This is a workout is practicing your pain or planning your pain, right? It's uncomfortable, but what can we do? How do we metabolize that pain well so that you can get on with the good life? It doesn't have to look good to be good. It doesn't have to feel good to be good. Just hang in there and breathe. And this training is hopefully going to do that. Help you renew your mind and excite your heart again, dreams and passions, and keep your body available to be the vessel and tool that it needs to be. It's a really good design. It's created to, to get you about doing whatever it is that is excellent, true, wonderful, lovely and all those good things but it's hard to do so that's why we don't okay let's, let's let's do this in a workout together um i would like to welcome officially platoon 22 is off and running today uh, by the way you can just be moving your body right now the scale of one to ten you one being laying down looking at the ceiling heart rate pumping you're kind of contemplating how great of a day it's going to be being intentional this is going to be a good day but you're laying in bed, you gotta get out of bed. 10 is all out effort, would be running, sprinting, like you cannot do it for longer than 20 seconds. Honestly, the body couldn't really do a full out 10, uh, level 10, all out effort for more than 15 to 20 seconds. So right now you're about a four, three, four, five. We're gonna move up towards a five, okay? So again, Platoon 22, welcome. It is your first, it is your Monday, starting out your training season. If you, those of you are wondering what that means, well, you can swipe up on the show notes. We train up fitness teachers, gospel preachers. Basically, don't be overwhelmed by that. They're people that want to reframe health and fitness. So they take, like I'm doing here, well, they go out and do it in their communities where that we have over uh, 1,600 instructors that we've certified to date. I think it's even more than that all around the world. And we are always excited that is our highest that is what i know i'm here to do is keep drawing people out so that they would go <laughs> and lead others because i am just one person and the harvest is plenty but the workers are few so welcome platoon 22 i really do dedicate this podcast to you and i also dedicate this podcast to me <laughs> um I'm, I'm probably we're about i think the shirt is sold out in our store is a shirt right now, oh, a t-shirt. Every time I wear it, people go, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get the shirt? I think it's kind of the, the cry of the season, <laughs> or maybe we're feeling it right now. Maybe it's just me personally, but I am in some circumstances right now that are heavy and thick, and it feels like a battle. And I have a shirt that says, the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. Uh, the Lord had already dropped that into my heart this summer in preparation in a way into the season we are moving into. And listen, nobody wants war. Like I wouldn't choose it, but I know this. It's always, it, it increases my faith. <laughs> it increases me and God does something wonderful. And I learn how to really become a warrior of worship and rest and goodness and joy. I, uh, here's what I know how to do in a battle season, and I'm hoping this is what we're training you to do, is my body and mind learn how to synthesize and metabolize the adversity and the pain. So in it comes, but out comes joy. Out comes joy. Out produces something worth 
something of value because of the adversity that came against me. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be in Second Chronicles or Second Chronicles 20. But before I go, the review of the week. Thank you to okay, hold on. Not six seven. Not six seven. And they wrote, I was introduced to Elisa through the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. Love that podcast. Her story resonated with me as I just had the same surgery. Uh, I've had my breast implants removed, you guys. Um, you can read about that on my personal blog, elisakeaton.com. But yes, yeah, so she had that same surgery and I immediately fell in love with all the things Revelation Wellness. After years of pain in my body, blood work done, doctor appointments, anxiety, etc., I decided, I decided to make 2018 my year to take back my health. I signed up for a marathon, used the revving the word for all my training runs, and there were days I would run 20 miles on the treadmill, God bless you, and cry and smile and thank God for the gift of Revelation Wellness because through it my body and my life was being transformed by the renewing of my mind. Yes, that's Romans 12.1, or 12.2. I went to a follow-up appointment after a year of consistently revving the word and had an excellent report. Pain in my body had subsided and I felt like a new woman. I'm forever grateful for your obedience to doing the work the Lord has called you to do. Thank you for all you do, Lara. That is from Lara, you guys. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, you. Uh, email info at revelationwellness.org, Lara. We're going to send you a love greater than fear package. I'd love to do that for you guys. You can leave a review simply by um, going back to this press on the icon of us or swipe up, whatever you're on right now. You just swipe up. You'll see all the shows that come up in your queue. And at the very bottom, once you swipe up all the shows, all Revelation Wellness shows, you're seeing them all then it'll see, you'll see some a star rating. You can rate it five stars and then leave a review. If you leave a review, we read it on air. We will send you a love greater than fear package. Okay, thank you. That is so fun, so fun. I'm excited. Are you excited? Let's go. I'm gonna start the playlist. My feet have already been moving a little bit. I'm gonna start the playlist in three, two, one, play. Okay. I usually, I don't often do theme workouts, but today we're doing theme workouts. This entire playlist is all getting you battle ready. When it gets you battle ready. So relax your shoulders, lift the corners of your mouth, move in a, at a speed or a pace that makes you feel like you're shaking it out a bit. Don't be, <laughs> I just heard the Holy Spirit say, don't be rude, don't be rude to your body, don't be bossy, don't be pushy right now, be embracing it. If we step in with gratitude, it takes us further, you guys. It's, it makes this more productive. So many people just check the box, bully their body in a way. It's a good partner. Be grateful for what it can do right now. So thankful. I love, you guys, the power of gratitude. I, here's what makes me a little nuts. When when the wellness world or positive thinking or personal development catches on to a truth and they use it everywhere all the time and then a new thing is no longer a useful thing and the power of gratitude let's let's, let's go come on people of god rise up all throughout scripture we're going to even learn this today you want to win a battle Get your gratitude up. Cover yourself with it all the time. In and out of season. Count your blessings. So many. 
We're gonna do that right now, God. Smile on us. Let us see your face. Gratitude. Tell them what you're grateful for, even if it's just you're upright. Your legs move. Your arms move. Your mind is receiving this information and expecting peace and joy. Yeah. So Lord, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just thank you. Increase our gratitude, God. Make us mindful people of you are with us, Emmanuel. You died for us. The cross had the final say. So here we are, God. We bow our hearts to you. Teach us. Strengthen us for the battle. Sharpen our battle skills. Increase our joy because it is your joy that is our strength. Integrate us, God, that we aren't ignoring the pain, that we are synthesizing it, metabolizing it, rising in strength. And we are on your backside. You've gone before us. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Just heard the Holy Spirit say, you could be done right there. <laughs> we could, one song workout. Come on. <laughs> you don't have to strive for this. Yeah. Thank you, God. <laughs> right right there wellness it doesn't belong to us we don't have ownership but we do have authority <laughs> we belong to God the battle is his we have authority it's so crazy this is how God shares his glory with us. He has won the war. The cross says so. Remember this, everyone. He swallowed up sin and death. He swallowed up, he, now pain, still gonna be here. But where that pain will lead us, the results, the outcome, already decided. It's good. Come on. That's good news. Now, doesn't mean we deny the pain. Step in, warrior. Rise up. Feel it. All right, 2 Chronicles 20, verse 15. This is our verse. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde for the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle is not yours, but God's. I love it. The, the war has been won, but now the battles ensue. So this is what I'm saying how great he is. He already won the war. All the commendations, all the medals are on his chest. <laughs> All the purple hearts are on his chest. And then he calls us, his sons and daughters. He says, rise up, come here. And he pins the medals on our chest. 
because this world will have trouble. But take heart, Purple Heart, warrior, one of great valor. I've overcome it. Now get on out there and tell the world who I am. Bring them home. So grateful. Come on. Moving towards a seven to an eight. By the way, I'm going to really teach today. If you want more intervals, trust your instincts and do them. I'm not creating robots here. Warriors. People that know that the battle is won on their knees. On our knees. Humbling. Bowing. Here we are, God. Remember that purple heart you gave us? Remind us. Tell us what to do. Put us on assignment. How is this battle going to be won? Remember, we're living for eternity, you guys. Eternity is done. It's a done deal. But this world is beautiful to God. It valued, has value. It is beautiful. Come on, think about that. This is why Paul says, don't be anxious. <laughs> be prayerful. Tell God your needs. Tell Him every pour out your heart to Him with gratitude. And peace will come. And then he goes on to say, now, whatever is true, excellent, praiseworthy, think about these things. Fill your mind with the things of God. I've been talking about this a lot lately. Listen to the previous podcast. Things of God, fill your mind, a mind set on heaven. Yeah, man, the enemies cannot win against a mind set on God. They can't. It's an incredible gift. We have won, and the battle ensues. <laughs> Come on. Remember, I've said this a lot. It's my favorite saying. I might need to make a shirt. God told me this, Lisa, Elisa. My Holy Spirit in you eats adversity for breakfast, poops joy by lunch. <laughs> Come on, it's true. It synthesizes, it takes the pain, metabolizes it just like carbohydrates, fats, proteins get broken down and then sent out to their proper working source or place of need. Same thing with adversity. It's not happening to us but for us. Holy Spirit in you eats up the adversity and out comes joy. Remember, joy isn't happiness, but it's certainty. It is rest. Yes. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours but God's, there it is, God's ownership, but we have authority. Once the command is given, God's word backs the command. Now this context is King Jehoshaphat, and he's a good king, you guys. Good guy in tough times. He's pointing his people to worship God, He's trying to remind his people, even though there have been some bad kings, Jehoshaphat's like, nope, we will worship God. He tears down high places. Unfortunately, only in Judah, only in his tribe, all the other tribes, he couldn't get them to do it. They didn't tear them all down. But his people, and Judah is the tribe of praise, everyone. By the way, 
It's one of the most successful tribes we hear about in the Old Testament of the people of God, the worshipers. Let's sit with that a minute. Our song is our weapon, our song. Nothing more bizarre than people who sing in the battle, in the battle, through the battle, and out the other side. Come on, this is why gratitude insulates your heart and your mind. Gratitude, it's true. It's proven in neuroscience even. Science will tell you something happens when we're grateful people. It's like bubble wrap for your precious organs. <laughs> He's such a good God, leaving us all these clues. All right, so Jehoshaphat's facing a battle. He hears that some surrounding enemies are coming for him. Whoo! Come on. Bad news. He hears bad news. And it says in verse 3 that Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. I love this. Think about it. Come on. <laughs> this sentence is packed with how we enter into battles that belong to the Lord, that have already been won, and get our assignment. This is how. I love that it says Jehoshaphat was afraid. He was afraid. But he set his face to seek the Lord. Let fear be an immediate reaction in us to seek the face of the Lord. Immediate. Come on. Holy Spirit, you could do that in us. Yeah? Living God with us and in us. Make us aware. So first thing, this is why. Church, I want to proclaim this from the rooftops. Hey church, you're not fooling anybody. You're mad. You're afraid. You're sad. You're still mourning. You're hurt. And I get it. You're not fooling anybody. Wherever there's hypocrisy, there's hurt. Because it feels too much to bear. The very thing that brought us to Jesus in the first place hasn't healed. So I declare, this is a healing season. As you go in to a battle you never thought you can win. The very battle that stirs up all the insecurity, the hurt, the pain, the fear, anger, bitterness. Come on, that's what I'm saying. You gotta feel it. You gotta know how it feels in your body. Your body is the first tool, of the weapon, the first thing that can be useful to you in battle. So many people have lost touch with their feelings that they immediately turn to the pantry, immediately turn to a glass of wine, immediately turn to Facebook, immediately turn consumption everyone right now I'm gonna leave you alone because you need to confess you need to repent you need to turn listen I'm not a churchy girl but when I say the word repent means turn away wake up enter in
Okay, proud of you. Good job, warrior. This is how we rise up. Come on, good job. If you're still with me, you're the fray. Listen, I don't expect this teaching to be popular, but powerful, yes. And wherever two on are in agreement, there's an army behind them. So if you're still with me, whoo, power's rising. Come on. Fear, recognize it, feel it. But don't sit with it for too long. Just enough to go, oh, here you are, hello. And then turn to seek the face of God. Turn towards God. I'm teaching my daughter this right now, you guys, in real time. Come on, come with me. Seek the face of the Lord. Just say his name, Jesus. I'm afraid. Jesus, I don't feel like I can do this, Jesus. And he says that anyone who calls on his name will be saved. It means the salvation process is taking place. Now, it won't mean instantly that those enemies will fall, but it means you instantly will rise. Set your face to seek the Lord. Recognize the fear. Recognize it. And then synthesize it. Come on, metabolize it. So I say, the Holy Spirit eats the adversity. He says, sure, let's do this. Come on. So many people in the church walk away from the pain. They push back from the table when the enemies are surrounding in the valley. When God's word clearly says, I'm with you. My rod, my staff, I anoint your head with oil. I'll make your cup overflow in the presence of your enemies. Sit down and eat. <laughs> Let's synthesize this pain. Out comes joy. I need you to be forward thinking right now. Every obstacle in your future Make up your mind now. It belongs to the Lord. And you will come out the other side. And you will be strengthened in Him each time. Make up your mind. Set your mind. Set it now. Good job. Good job setting your mind. Listen, if your mind has been set, your automatic response will be to seek his face. Every day, fill your mind as often as possible with the things of God. How do I do this, Elisa? I'm glad you asked. Be so dang intentional. Be so dang intentional. There is no, there is no ability to withstand the intensity of the battle without strong intention. Intention. And I love this. I heard one of the world's personal development teachers said that 
he has cues and he calls them doorways. I think it's Brendan Burchard. But every time he walks through a doorway, it's a cue to him to set an attention. Every doorway he walks through, every day, there's a lot, think about it. Every threshold, anytime you cross out of one space into another, he sets an intention. Think about that. And his intention is, what do I hope for for this conversation? He sets his mind. If we don't set our minds, they will be stolen. You have a new thought every 10 seconds. And like 40 trillion cellular synapses are happening every moment. Like the brain is just firing off. And if we don't renew the mind, set the mind, there will be no battle we can win. I mean, we'll, we'll win, but there'll be a lot of casualty. You guys, the observer affects reality. It's a quantum physics truth. It's a scientific truth. How I view something changes it. In the unseen world, the observer affects the reality. This life, my intention is already set that I'm gonna see the Lord here. I'm gonna think, feel, and act, and choose in accordance with the unseen world in me that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Come on, come on. Listen, you guys. I know this seems hard, but it's not that difficult. It just requires doing it, training yourself. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> every day, John Maxwell says, every day you're either preparing or repairing. Preparing or repairing. Come on. If your mind is set on the things of heaven, you're preparing. That's why I said, see your future. You want them all. You, you kept your tongue from sinning. You kept your hands from sinning. Wasn't easy, but you bowed and sought the face of the Lord. Hey! Come on. It's your last working song. The Lord's saying, come early, come ugly. As soon as you're afraid, come to me early, come ugly, just come, I'll give you. If your intention got lost, go get it. Reset. So repairing or preparing, an unintentional person spends tons of energy repairing or even worse <laughs> just not caring callousing their heart blaming other people right but if your heart is tender you feel like oh gosh I messed up again I've got to go make that right that happens when you have an unintentional mind. So set it. This is what Jehoshaphat did. He set his mind. People of God, we're gonna worship God. We are going to be what God says that we are to be. We are his good ideas. He's with us. My intention, is that I will see the goodness of the Lord in this room, in this room, in this environment. Come on. And then it says, he was afraid. He set his face to seek the Lord and declared a fast. What's that mean? Self-denial. Anytime we do self-denial, 
<laughs> we put ourselves in our place so God can sit in the throne. It's true. Because usually when I'm afraid, my unintentional heart starts making plans. <laughs> starts blaming. Starts finding a scapegoat. Well, Jesus is the once and for all scapegoat. No more blaming. I'm sorry, but he wants you to synthesize the pain, metabolize it, and out comes joy. Wow, so fun. I could do this forever with you, I really could. <laughs> Self-denial. He proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Throughout all of Judah. Right, that's the southern territory of the Israelites. At this time, the people were divided in two king in the north, king in the south. Judah, this is the, the line that Jesus comes out of. I love it. Out of the people of praise <laughs> arises the savior of the world. I want you to start recovering. All right. Man, I had so much to teach you, but these were the big three. But we can go on. You can read 2 Chronicles 20. It's so good. So if, you, if, this is, if you're in a battle, go read it. 2 Chronicles 20. Learn how Jehoshaphat warred. I can tell you a few more things they did. Because I want you to just, this is setting your mind on the practices of God. They're not difficult, you guys. They're just not. <laughs> We make them difficult. Our flesh makes them difficult. Our arguments against God make them difficult. Our suspicions that he's not good makes them difficult. Our mind set against the things of God. So they go on to remind God. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, they remind themselves of who God is. They, they call out, oh God, the excellent one. Let's see, it's in verse 6. O oh Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven and rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. Right? When we put God back, this is why Jesus taught his people to pray or taught the disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, who is in heaven, holy is your name. Start with the preeminence of God. Start with the highness the honor of god start there when you put god higher than you you're ready you're ready for a conversation you're ready for communion with god and you're ready you're saying i'm ready to get my orders from you i know that if i direct myself into this battle there will be a lot of casualties and i will spend a lot of time repairing rather than preparing for my hope and my future that you said is mine in Jeremiah 29 11, that you have hope and a future for anyone who seeks you wholeheartedly here I am you are my father high and lifted up I am your daughter speak So they tell God who he is. Do this a lot, remind him. It's not that he forgets. It's like me with my kid. I love it when my daughter comes up to me and says, Mom, I just really love being with you. I mean, she's 15. I couldn't, I, that's not, you know, those are words that you go, wow, she's choosing me. And not just choosing me, she's choosing to see the delight of me. She sees all the goodness and says, I'm so grateful. Man, that's healthy relationship of, of parent to child. 
it just sets healthy relationship. It says, here I am. I'm your student. I'm, I'm your clay. Right? What a high call for us as parents as we're forming and shaping our children. That's why we must sit under the authority of God. God, here I am. You're God. I'm just a parent. I'm just another child parenting a child. Help me. Ooh. So they remind them themselves of who God is and then they remind God of what he has, has done and what he has said. So he ends up what happens, the people, that, the very people that are coming against them are people that previously, in another time, another people group, is saying, don't destroy these people. There's a time they could have in the past. And it's actually the people of, oh, I'm forgetting now what her name is. Not, hold on, hold on, I'll tell you. Nope, I can't. I don't have time. There are people that they could have destroyed, and in the past, God said, don't destroy them. Leave them. Leave them alone. I'm caring for these people. I love that, right? We go, well, God, wait, they're our enemies. We should kill them. Nope. You're going to go around them. This is why not every enemy is, they're all being dealt with in their own time, in their own season, but God still said, they didn't, they weren't destroyed by them. He just said, go around leave them don't take their plunder i'm doing something there Ooh, that's something that's preaching to somebody right now because we kind of go well why aren't they why aren't you dealing with that yet why god no so the people jehoshaphat is reminding god these very people you didn't let us destroy when we could have they're now here they're coming to destroy us Ooh. I love that's so brilliant, right? So they're reminding God, remember? So don't be afraid to be like, God, remember? Recount to him. But I love even in all that, in verse 12, they say, for we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. They kept their butt strong. <laughs> Keep a strong butt. This is when confusion comes. We gotta hold on to a strong butt. It means you gotta feel it, yep. <laughs> the whole book of Psalms is about David's strong butt. Seriously. He's, he's metabolizing his pain, but God, and he's waiting on the joy that will be produced. It also means, but our eyes are on you. Focus, focus, focus. One of my words this year was focus. I had two, focus and fun. <laughs> so the Lord was like, I thought, I thought it meant, you know, really, kind of focusing, doing only the things I can do in the ministry. Because my, my home was pretty well established, doing okay, felt like we were in a new season. And then boom, everything falls out a few weeks ago. Just, just enemy. Big, fat, ugly, dark enemy that hates my family, hates my home, that is a place of rest. <laughs> Redemption, to know my story is to know I was married to a man who hated God for 10 years as I was growing in God. He what I was sleeping with the enemy, but God, but, and it was a war, it was a battle, but we came out the other side. And so the enemy hates family. He hates it. He hates the idea of it. Revelation Wellness, it's, that's the, we are family. I, 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 I love them like family. I see them as a gift, like a family that I've never had on earth. And so the enemy hates that, but he absolutely hates my actual flesh and blood family because I, I don't come from fruitfulness of family. I come from barrenness addiction, disease, 
selfishness, darkness. You know, my, my family knew who God was, would say they loved him, but they never let Jesus love them. They said they loved Jesus, but all the pain, all the lies, all the mind games, never dealt with. And that's why I'm grateful. They gave me a platform, they gave me, I at least was introduced to Jesus. But I knew it had to be more than just going through the motions. Because when I would read about Jesus in the Bible, all my brokenness seemed to gather up. So family <laughs> comes against it. And God was calling me to focus because the very thing that I'm so grateful for most on earth, right? Jesus is who I'm most grateful for, for that's the unseen realm. I'm so grateful. I am in it. I'm thick in the unseen realm. I am covered by a great cloud of witnesses. There is an angel army around me. That is what I'm most grateful for. But second to that, <laughs> my little army of four, me, my husband, Simon, my daughter, Sophia, and Jack, my son. <laughs> a great hope for a generation. Tiny little family of four. Listen, we have no other family coming over and praying for us and believing with us and calling us and saying, hey, you're on our minds. No, it's just us. And the enemy wants to chop that tree down so fast because it's growing. And so Jesus says, focus. Keep your eyes on me, Elisa. <laughs> You'll walk on water. You will walk through walls. You'll do greater thing than me. You will ask and pray as if you have it because you already do. Focus, Elisa. Focus. This has not so much to do with time management. That's what I thought it had to do with. <laughs> oh yeah, if I focus, <clears throat> I can really be more fruitful with my time. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> right now, I'm just focusing on the beauty of his face. Because the war is so much bigger than my time management. So much bigger than the ministry. It's just so much bigger. It's for love. For a heritage. For a legacy. Focus. So God, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you have given us eyes to see, ears to hear, bodies to follow you. Thank you, God, that praise confuses the enemy, that that is how this story ends in Jehosha Jehoshaphat, in this war, God, in 2 Chronicles 20, how the war ended as you led the people into the battle with, by praise, that the enemy was confused, that they, we didn't even have to get blood on our hands, God. That praise causes darkness to turn in on itself because it has no understanding of that type of faith and love and goodness of a God who says, I will fight this battle and every battle. Thank you, God, for sound minds, for power and love that you've given us that we could be with you through the battle, in the battle and come out the other side, victory. We love you, God. I pray all this in Jesus' name, amen.